The history of the West is constantly being rewritten by bored, spoiled people so as to diminish the accomplishments of our ancestors and deny their many incredible contributions to mankind. And in the end, this is all part of that agenda. If there's any conspiracy going on here, there it is. And that is why the moon landing deniers are, with a great vengeance, canceled. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, destroyed that technology, and it's a painful process to build it back again. I haven't uh, seen anything that indicates the telemetry data is even in existence, and as I said, even if we had it, we don't have the machines to play it back. What's going on, everybody? So Matt Walsh of Daily Wire has attempted to cancel moon landing conspiracies. He's upset that so many people believe him, and he believes with his 18-minute video or so that he has officially canceled those silly, pesky conspiracy theories. Here, in my opinion, is why it's not true. Many people will still disagree with him, and I'm going to break down his video. I got about 10 clips of it, not the whole thing, but a large portion of it, to explain why I think that his logic is a little faulty. And although I'm not saying we didn't land on the moon, I don't think his talking points or his logical you know, conclusions are, are very uh, impressive. And I'm going to go through them and say why I disagree with him on a lot of fronts and why people do believe that conspiracy. So appreciate you guys. This is going to be a great one. God bless you. Dreamer podcast starts now. Throw th some thumbs up in the chat if you can hear me and everything's good, because once I get started, I'm not stopping. It's the Dream Rare Podcast, welcome to the show The way to get the news at the desk or on the road Let's go, God is great and success in our control The world is crazy but we get better from obstacles, yeah Alright, we're there on Facebook, we're there on YouTube Let's get it cracking Once I start, I can't really see what you guys are saying So let me get into it Before I play the clips of Matt Walsh, right? He's gonna explain why he thinks the moon landing conspiracy is so stupid, it's low IQ, you're just taking away from American exceptionalism. And uh, he thinks that he really like tied a bow on that conspiracy theory. Let me play a few clips of why I became, I wouldn't say a moon landing denier. Anybody who uses that type of terminology, Matt knows like, uh, you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're an anti-Semite, you're a climate denier. Like if that's the best you can come up with these terminologies made to shame you based on what you're saying, uh, I just think it's kind of goofy. But here's the videos and clips I saw that made me start thinking, and I'm going to show you even more, and then we'll get to Matt's video. So here's Don Pettit, the NASA's oldest active astronaut at the time, saying, we used to have that technology. We just like destroyed it and it's a painful process to build it back again and they just can't find or access the telemetry data. Let's watch. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, destroyed that technology and it's a painful process to build it back again. I haven't uh, seen anything that indicates the telemetry data is even in existence. And as I said, even if we had it, we don't have the machines to play it back. But your, you, your own research has shown the telemetry data is missing. That's, that's right. Could this be true? If it's anywhere, it should be here at NASA's Goddard Space Center in Maryland home to the National Space Science Data Archives. This film you're making now, what is it? 
Uh, does it have a name? I mean, do you have you have a name for it yet, I think or are you? Calling it Did We Go? Did We Go? Okay, okay. Doesn't have it either. The Smithsonian right. doesn't have it. Right. Johnson doesn't right. have it. Right. Right. We we've been unable to 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 track it down. I mean, we don't know uh, where this this telemetry data ended up, and we don't know the what what path it may have taken. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm afraid I can't really give you much of a clue as to as to where this data ended up and whether it, it still exists or NASA not. NASA admitted that it had lost lost the original footage of man's first steps. On so credit to I think that was called "Did We Go" by Aaron Ronan. Uh, he made a documentary on it, and they lost the telemetry data. Didn't just like you know a lot of people will say uh, it's there's old tech that doesn't work anymore because we've updated certain things. And it's not that suspicious that they don't have it because when they make new technology, sometimes they just don't use the old systems. But it's like they didn't just say that they don't have it anymore. They're saying that they lost it. They said that they lost the moon landing tapes. They also said that it sold at a garage sale or they gave it to an intern. And the excuses are just really weird. All right. I'm no expert, but it's like when you see Don Pettit, the NASA's oldest active astronaut, say, I'd go back to the moon in a nanosecond. And the problem is we, we just don't have the technology anymore. We destroyed it and it's a painful process to build back again. Others are saying they lost it. It's very bizarre. So I'm going to walk you on a three minute video real quick. And this is going to be um, just articles, articles that I've read that not only in some cases contradict each other, but just make absolutely no, no sense for someone like Matt Walsh, who calls this like the greatest modern achievement in, of America, which it would be. Um, why did they tape over the tapes? Why did they say they lost the tapes? They taped over it. They wanted to save money, save money, that multi-billion dollar, 10, 20, 30 billion dollar budget, whatever it is. I think it's 25 billion now. They, they couldn't save the most important tapes. It's like, imagine like a game ball from Michael Jordan. And you're just like, yeah, you know, he, he hit the game winning shot in the most important playoff run in history. And it's like, so, we, we, we gave that ball away and someone like scribbled over it. I mean, we just didn't really take it that seriously. Like, why wouldn't you do that? So let's look at all these articles. Then we'll get into Matt's very weak arguments. Um, let's go. So this is Reuters from 2009. It says moon landing tapes got erased. NASA admits the original recordings of the first humans landing on the moon 40 years ago were erased and reused, but newly restored copies are even better, they said. So, you know, no big deal. Just... Reused them. Uh, NASA admitted in 2006 that no one could find the original video recordings of the moon landing. Since then, uh, I guess Richard Navsger, an engineer at NASA's Goddard Space Flight in Maryland, who oversaw television processing at ground tracking sites and the Apollo 11 moon landing mission, has been looking for them. The good news is he found where they went. The bad news is that they were part of a batch of 200,000 tapes that were degaussed and magnetically erased and reused to save money. So... You know, NASA just needs to save money. That's why they just erased the original moon landing tapes. No big deal. Um, what's their budget again? I forget. Hopefully it pops up on the screen. I think it will. Let's see. The goal was live TV. So, you know, that's just how they roll. Oh, yeah. Recently, their budget was $25.4 billion. And I'm sure they had a huge, huge budget back in the day, too. But you know, those pesky tapes, they just demagnetized and reuse them to save money because, you know, you wouldn't take more seriously that tape. And maybe they did. And it's just pure incompetence. I don't know. But then you see these newer articles from 2019 CNN. It says NASA sold the moon landing footage to an intern for $218. Now the tapes could sell for millions. So 
did they tape over it? Did they lose it? Did they give it to an intern for $218? Are they selling it for millions? It's not really clear since I've heard like 15 different stories about these mysterious moon landing tapes that they just treat like it's a used basketball that you found at, you know, flat at a playground. But Mashable said Apollo 11 moon landing videotapes sell at an auction for $1.8 million. Man, I wish I got those tapes. I could have resold them. Too bad I wasn't an intern at NASA, right? So from 2009, they said, Houston, we erased the Apollo 11 tape. So they used to say we erased it. Then they said they gave it to an intern. Then they said that it was resold at an auction. It's just very interesting stuff. You know, I know Matt Walsh probably doesn't care about this stuff or he just thinks it's just silly. Uh, recently, the excuses for not going back are hilarious. It says NASA cancels all female spacewalks, citing the lack of spacesuit in the right size. So they went through all of these things to throw women in space in some form but they just didn't think it through beforehand. They didn't know, I guess, that the spacesuits weren't the right size. Were they reusing spacesuits? Were they not customizing them? Could they not fit it in their $26 billion budget? Uh, NASA moon landing delayed until at least 2026. This is recently. So, you know, they always say they're going to go back and it's so easy, but it's not easy and it's hard and they lost the data and they lost the tape or whatever. But every time they say they're going to put men back on the moon, they always delay it. I've seen this happen so many times. And you know, you could find that these articles are from a couple weeks ago. This is 2024, January 9th. Also, Pacific Standard put out an article a couple of years ago. The first moon landing was achieved with less computing power than a cell phone or a calculator. So with a calculator technology, we could go to the moon. But now that we have supercomputers and, you know, artificial intelligence and chat GPT, we just can't figure it out anymore. It's just too tough. European Space Agency once said a couple years ago, Earth's atmosphere stretches out to the moon and beyond. And this was also published in space.com. They said, surprise, Earth's atmosphere extends far beyond the moon. So a lot of people, of course, believe in that naughty uh, firmament conspiracy theory that we can't leave Earth's atmosphere, which I'm not saying is true, but I do find it fascinating that Earth's atmosphere now extends past the moon, so they say. So we're always learning new stuff about space, right? And, uh, we just can't go back because the spacesuits don't fit or we need to delay it or, you know, the tapes got sold. Or It's just a lot of interesting information on that that I just find fascinating. Like, it's like they're just throwing this tape around at auctions. They don't know where it is. OK, I mean, that's just one small data point or a few things that I pointed out. That is my case, not for why I'm saying it's fake. I'm not saying the moon landing is fake. I'm not saying we never went. I'm just saying I am skeptical. I'm not one of these Matt Walsh types that really thinks it's like totally real. I'm like, I don't have a huge ego or an opinion about it. So let's go talking point by talking point. He makes some good points. A lot of his points, not very smart or not very intelligent in my opinion, but we're going to go through them. I have about 10 clips. Let's watch and uh, I'll go point by point and respond to what he's saying. So here's the first part of his video. All right. Today was a long time coming. We're going to cancel moon landing deniers, those who subscribe to the theory that the moon landing was fake. I am finally addressing the subject on the show because I was provoked and is very easy to do, uh, baited into this conversation over the weekend. I happened to mention on Twitter that I watched and very much enjoyed uh, for the second time the movie First Man, which is um, actually we watch it with the older kids who really liked it as well. Uh, it, the, the excellent biopic about uh, Neil Armstrong starring Ryan Gosling. And, uh, and I, I wasn't trying to start a fight, actually. I just I liked the movie and I, and I just wanted to so this is why it's going down. Matt Walsh watched a movie and he liked the movie and I guess his audience ratioed him. And, you know, 
could movies lie? I mean, could movies exaggerate or make stuff up? I mean, is the entire industry propaganda? That's what Daily Wire tells you every single day. But, you know, when Matt Walsh watches a movie about the moon landing, you better not question it. He's really feeling, you know, he's he's feeling the story that he's being told by Ryan Gosling pretending to be Neil Armstrong. So that's how this all started. I'm just joking. You know, I like Matt Walsh. I, I consider this like a friendly, uh, you know, breakdown. I'm not, I don't hate the guy or anything. I just, I just think it's funny. I'm just joking around. Anyway, let's continue. But this brought out the moon landing deniers, perhaps predictably. And I responded to one of them saying simply that I hate the moon landing conspiracy theory because it's not only baseless, but it also seeks to undermine the greatest achievement in American history. And that post got hundreds of responses and much to my chagrin, though, uh, should not have been to my surprise. The vast majority of the comments were from people who deny that the moon landing exists. In fact, I basically got ratioed on Twitter for saying that the moon landing happened. That's how bad things. I'm so sorry that happened to you, Matt Walsh. That's that's really bad. I mean, how, can you believe how bad things have gotten? He uh, posted about a Ryan Gosling movie that he really felt in his heart and soul and, and he got ratioed by people that questioned the moon landing. I mean, if, if you wanted to know how bad it's getting out there, folks, that's how bad. He can't even watch a Ryan Gosling moon video without these pesky conspiracy theories flocking to his comment section. Poor, poor Matt. I mean, what a tough life. Anyway, I, I'm just kidding. I'm sure he deals with way tougher stuff than that. But let's keep watching. The very first thing that you should ask yourself when evaluating any conspiracy theory it, because there, there are plenty of conspiracy theories that have turned out to be true, right? That doesn't mean that they're all true, though. So reflexively dismissing every consp conspiracy theory is, is very low IQ. But reflexively believing all of them is also low IQ. And, and, and so we want to be critical thinkers and we want to um, take them on a case-by-case -case basis, which I think most people do. So looking at a conspiracy theory. I agree with him there. Not believing every conspiracy theory is dumb. Yes. Believing every conspiracy theory is dumb. Also, I, I strongly agree with his statement there. Let's continue. Very first thing you should ask yourself is how many people would need to be involved for it to work? And if the answer is that a relatively small number of high-level, powerful people would have to be involved, then your theory at least has a chance of passing the initial smell test. But if the answer is that the conspiracy would necessitate the close cooperation and secrecy of thousands of people across multiple agencies and institutions, then you're going to have to meet a very, very high evidentiary bar to make your theory even slightly credible. Wow. So could thousands of people across government agencies and corporations in different countries, could thousands of people all lie in unison? Well, I think of two things. One, Matt Walsh's documentary, What is a Woman? You know, it. Rachel, does Rachel Levine agree with him? I could probably find millions of people, government agents, government workers, presidents, politicians, world leaders that think that there's more than two genders or that you could switch. So does that mean that Matt Walsh is a conspiracy theorist? Is it possible that thousands of people could actually, you know, do that? Also, the lockdown. I used to think that a lot of these theories were crazy because uh, I was like, yeah, could could could. Uh, could every almost every country do something in unison and you know everyone like i think belarus was maybe the only country that didn't but i watched 99% of world leaders lock their country down tell everybody to sit inside wear masks and that's their way to not be sick 
while they were all rushing pharmaceutical products. So this idea that it's it's impossible for thousands of people to say something that's, I mean, there's literally probably a hundred million people on planet earth that think that men can get pregnant. So I, I don't think that that's the strongest point. He makes better points in this video, but I just don't think it's the strongest point to say that could thousands of people across government agencies lie. Well, if you watch Matt Walsh or The Daily Wire, they tell you every single day that most government agencies are lying to you, that most schools are lying to you, that most corporations are lying to you, and they're all in unison pushing propaganda. So I, I just think that's a super weak argument. Let's keep watching. The very first thing that you should ask yourself when evaluating... I think I already played that one. Hold on one second. Very first thing you should ask yourself is how many people would need to be involved for it to work? And if the answer is that a relatively small number of high-level, powerful people would have to be involved, then your theory at least has a chance of passing the initial smell test. But if the answer is that the conspiracy would necessitate the close cooperation and secrecy of thousands of people... I think I already played that one. Sorry about that. Let me keep going. The one thing we know about human beings in general, and human beings in government especially, is that they are very bad at keeping secrets. And the chance of the secret being kept drops exponentially as you add more people to it. We all understand this. I mean, you tell one person a secret, it, it's very hard to get them to keep it. Tell 10 people, and it's extremely difficult to get them to keep it. A thousand is basically impossible. So what about the fake moon landing? Well, this would require the coordination and absolute secrecy of the astronauts who are on these fake missions and also everybody at mission control. It would also have to either involve everybody at NASA or a portion of people at NASA. And the latter is even more incredible because that would mean that the secret was being kept from a bunch of people at NASA by other people at NASA. I mean, that's not really that crazy to think. It's like, could, is it possible that high level people at an organization could have workers that don't know everything that's going on? It's like, yeah, I mean, doesn't that happen at every corporation? I also think of the Epstein thing, right? Epstein was well-connected to multiple politicians, rich people, billionaires, like scientists, uh, you know, multiple governments. Like this guy was so well-connected and no one's snitching. Nobody's snitching on this guy, you know? He disappears or dies or whatever they said happened to him. Ghislaine Maxwell gets arrested. Are you seeing some sort of big, like, is anyone coming out? Like, all right, I'm gonna spill the beans. No, how come? I don't know. I can't tell you why, but does that mean Jeffrey Epstein never did anything because nobody has snitched on him? Everybody kind of knows what happened. Everybody has like a gist of it, but wouldn't you think that out of the group of thousands of people, of course, there are a few people saying stuff like women, like lower level women that said they were doing it. But as far as like people that could really bring that house of cards down, right? Because it, what Matt is saying too, it's like there are people that disagree. You know, there are pilots who disagree. There are people that are like adjacent to the situation that disagree. There have been slip ups by people involved that are just suspicious things that they've said, et cetera. It's not like nothing has been said whatsoever. It's just not enough to bring the house of cards down. And I'm not saying it can be brought down because I'm not even sure if it's like, I'm not, I'm not making the point that it's 100% fake because I don't know that. I'm just speaking on like, you know, that. I don't, I get what he's saying and it would be very difficult to, to keep that a secret, but I believe that there's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people that are not spilling the beans on other topics or they, or they're, you know, scared to say something or I, I don't really know what's going on, but interesting. Let's keep going. The one thing we know about human beings in general and human beings in, hold on a sec. Sorry about that. 
No matter what, that's a very dubious proposition, but it goes beyond that. Of course, knowledge of this conspiracy would have to go up the ranks in government. Not everybody in the Pentagon and White House had to know, but some of them would, ha- ha- would have had to know. And already we have multiple governmental entities working together on this and keeping the secret for decades without a single leak. But it's not contained just to government. If this was filmed on a soundstage, then the film crew, sound engineers, the guys who built the props, the studio or company that owned whatever soundstage they used, and so on, all these people would either have to be in on it or would have to be involved without knowing that they're in on it, which is even less likely. So now we have multiple government agencies and dozens, if not hundreds of bureaucrats, all working together seamlessly alongside multiple civilians, some of whom work in the film industry. These are the two gossipy, least tight-lipped worlds in existence, Hollywood and government. And yet, after six decades, nobody in either world has ever breathed a single word about this, ever. I get the point that he's making, but he's doing a few things here. First of all, he's acting as if like it would be so crazy if government colluded with Hollywood and lied. When literally his whole show and most of the Daily Wire talks about the government colluding with Hollywood all the time and lying every day in unison all the time. Why does nobody at these late night shows blow the whistle on what they're doing or how they're getting script for like, you know, it's like, can government lie with Hollywood? It's like, isn't that what your show's about? But also he's trying to act like it, and I'm not saying it was filmed, but let's just say like with his, you know, breakdown, it's like all of Hollywood would have to keep the secret. So you're saying if one small film crew, I'm not saying this happened, but one small film crew did something contracted by the government or it was just a few people or whatever that was, you're not talking about millions of people in Hollywood. You're not talking about every film agency. You're talking about a small group of people who filmed that situation. Like he's has to, you know, it's just weird that he has to exaggerate and be like, could you think Hollywood could keep a secret? Are you like you, you 99, if that were filmed, 99.99% of Hollywood would literally have no idea, just like everybody watching it on their television. They wouldn't contact the entire industry and tell them what was going on. So the fact that he has to pretend and straw man that to make it seem like it's so extra crazy just proves that he really, you know, doesn't have that great of an argument. And it's fine. I mean, it's a I don't really care about this topic that much. It's not that serious to me. But um, yeah, I just thought that was weird. It's like all of Hollywood wouldn't have to do that, but okay. But it's even more fantastical than that. You may be aware that the moon landing occurred or was fake, supposedly, in uh, the middle of the Cold War. And that's largely why it was faked, according to the theory. But the Soviets were monitoring our space program just as closely as we were monitoring theirs. It's inconceivable that we could have planned, set up, and executed a fake moon landing and pulled this ruse over on the public without the Soviets being fully aware of what we'd done. And yet, they never accused us of faking the landing. The Soviet Union never denied the legitimacy of the landing one time. In fact, at this point, there are over 70 space agencies around the globe. Many of them have their own satellites, their own probes and telescopes and so on. If the most famous space-related achievement in history was completely fake, then it would seem nearly certain that at least some of the people and at least some of those other global space agencies would know it or at least suspect it. Yet no accusations have ever been made by anybody who would be in a position to actually know anything about this, which means either that many dozens or hundreds of conspirators in NASA, the White House, the Pentagon, and Hollywood were so brilliant and devious that they tricked even the Soviet spies who were monitoring them, along with every other global space agency, or these other agencies are in on it, which brings the conspiracy to thousands of people across dozens of countries and six decades.
I mean, to me, this is the strongest point that he has made because it is it would be very shocking, right? I'm going to be realistic here. It would be pretty crazy if every country was in on it, right? That's pretty insane. Um, I thought that that was crazier before COVID because before COVID, I used to watch like flat earth debates between like a flat earther and a globe earther and people like Matt Walsh versus people who thought the moon landing was fake. And that was always the one point that made the most sense to me because I'm very logical, right? I don't have an ego. I'm not that into either theory where I really care. It doesn't matter that much to me, but they would always make that as their main point because I think that is the best point that he's made so far. Everyone would have to be in on it. Almost every country, every space agency, every, you know, like everyone's in on it. And before COVID, I was like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. How could everyone do something in unison? And then they literally did it with lockdowns and pharmaceutical rollouts. And I think there were like a few detractors in Africa, Belarus, you know, slightly detracted from it and didn't want to do it, but didn't really say that much. Um, so then it's like, I don't know. I just watched 99% of the world lock their people down like peasants over a virus and then fast track a pharmaceutical product to everybody. I'm not saying that that proves that the moon landing's fake. It's just, I used to think that that like was not possible. I'm like, you know, how could every country do something that I believe is wrong or whatever? I mean, very good point by him. It would be nuts if Russia and everybody were in on it and covered it up and never said anything. I agree that that's an extremely strong point. And as somebody that is skeptical, it does seem pretty unlikely that over the course of the next like 40, 50 years, you know, everybody's in on it. Everybody keeps a secret. But then you see other things happening in reality where it's like it's so obvious, yet no one cares and no one talks about it. So and when it comes to this sort of stuff, there's there is other government things going on that most governments around the world won't admit but like 50% of the people on earth don't agree with it. So it's like you have all the elites at the top are kind of playing along to the same game. And yes, they're not necessarily breaking course, but the public doesn't believe it in the same way that they're starting to be suspicious of like space stuff. So I think that's the best point. I do agree that it would be crazy if everybody lied in unison and uh, that would make, make it look like it was theater. That would mean that Putin and Trump, these are all characters on a big board game or something that nobody wants to blow the whistle. Nobody wants to say something. Is it likely? Absolutely not. Is it impossible? I don't think it's impossible, but it is It is interesting. It is interesting to think about or talk about. And I'm not asking people to like go crazy, like overthinking everything, but valid point by Matt. I think it's his strongest point thus far. Let's keep going. Now, this is all complicated by the fact that according to the conspiracy theorists, the plot actually wasn't well executed at all. According to them, NASA did a shoddy job of pulling it off, made a number of extremely obvious mistakes, mistakes that, that were so boneheaded that a bunch of people on Twitter can easily spot them just by a cursory glance at the photos. So this was a, this was a, a brilliant scheme but pulled off by the most powerful entities in human history that anyone on Twitter could look at the photo for five seconds and go, that was fake. Yep, totally fake. Now, we'll get to those alleged mistakes in a moment, but you see the problem here, I hope. In order for this theory to work, the conspiracy would need to be the most brilliant and well-coordinated and devious hoax of all time, and also the dumbest and clumsiest and most obvious. It would need to be both of those things simultaneously, which it can't be. And all of this means that before we even look at the supposed evidence, we already have a fake moon landing that is far more complicated and difficult and implausible than actually just landing on the moon. We have an alternative theory that is by far and away more convoluted and far-fetched 
than the official narrative that it seeks to debunk. So this is why I wish they would just go back to the moon and put men on it and stop delaying it and saying the spacesuits didn't work. Because if they did it in the modern era, I believe it would be much harder to fake than it was back then. Like Matt Walsh, he'll say later, I'll, I have more clips. He'll say that like it's harder to fake it than it is to to actually just go to the moon. And it's like, I don't know. I'm not saying that they faked it. But in 1969, uh, it, you know, you just put it on TV and everybody believes it. You have one picture and everyone believes it. Like there's historical pictures from the past and other stuff like it was it was easier to manipulate uh i think back then than it is now this guy joe rogan posted it but this uh asian guy i forget his name but he makes really good content uh, i apologize i should know his name but i i i'm kind of new to him he showed how they had two people standing outside a courthouse and it looked like this huge protest but it was really just two people and this is in 2024 and then you had like four you had you had 20 times more or 10 times more press than you had protesters but they all used the same photo and this is in the modern era so back in the day it's like you could take a picture and everyone has to believe it and then also like with a lot of conspiracy theories or a lot of historical points you get shamed for, for disagreeing with it. Like when JFK happens, like you're a conspiracy theorist. If you don't believe that in some cases, there's like criminal fines for having certain conspiracy theories about certain parts of history. So, you know, it's like, it's not very easy to disagree with like old photographs or talking points in, in certain areas, but also, you know, I, I get what he's saying where it's like, Oh, you know, it, it's so complex yet. It's so boneheaded. They could put this all to rest if they go back to the moon and make it believable, you know, but the fact that they can't go back or say that they lost the data and lost the the tapes and all this sort of stuff, it makes it feel like, you know, in 1969, it would have been easier to pull off because you just put it on TV. Most people don't question it. You make the people who questioned it seem crazy and you show a few photographs. You know, I mean, I'm not saying they faked it, but I, I don't I don't think his his point was like super sound like, oh, you think they didn't know it's like it worked at the time and now that there's more technology and people are not as like believing their government all the time now you have like half the public doesn't really think it happened or a large portion is skeptical of it so you know that that's what happens over time let's see what he says about like the wind blowing etc i couldn't play all the clips but i do have a few more okay if, if they were going to go through all this trouble to, to fake the pictures why would they neglect to add stars to the sky? Like, wouldn't that be the first thing you do if you were faking a picture of outer space? Why would they pretend the moon has wind? Like, the moon landing deniers are the ones who bring up these supposed anomalies in the photos, except that their theory makes less sense of the anomalies than the story they're trying to refute. Because the anomalies are not anomalies. They are very easily explained, and there is nothing mysterious or strange about I mean, I feel like this talking point's really dumb. So he explained, like, he went through a few of the theories of, like, you know, there's wind blowing in the one video, and Matt Walsh said there's no wind blowing. People said that the stars are not out, and then he explained that during daytime and moon that there would be no stars. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying that he's wrong about that, but him saying, like, why would, you know, if they're so complex with their faking of it, why why would they add wind? Um, you know, like, why would they do that? They would just not add wind. It's like... Well, some of the theories, I can't say all of them, but people are saying that they filmed it outdoors. And it's like, you can't necessarily stop wind. You you could try. You could definitely like put up barriers, but I don't think it's the, if they were, I'm not saying they did, but if they filmed it outside, it's like, why did they add wind? Like maybe they didn't want to. Maybe that's what people are pointing out that they like, you know, tried their best, but didn't. And, I, you know, I've seen some of the videos too of like the International Space Station. 
And I don't look that much into it because I don't care enough. It's not going to like change, like blow my mind or anything. But it's like I've seen like little like glitches and like weird stuff. And it's like, why did they do that? It's like, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe people are overreacting or maybe they didn't mean to do it. They were just filming it and, you know, they couldn't control the, the control group and whatever they were trying to do. So I get what he's saying, but I, I don't I don't think it's like some sort of like amazing evidence or anything. I got two more clips. He talks about how they landed on the moon more than one time. And like, how many times would you be okay with? Like, how dare you want them to land again? They already did it six times 40 years ago and mysteriously just can't do it again or don't want to or don't have the money. Let's watch the clip. Grand Canyon University is an affordable, Grand Canyon University is an affordable private Christian university based in Phoenix, Arizona. They're dedicated to making education fit I'm not trying to play his ad. Darn it. I I don't know where <laughs> I played his ad by mistake. I meant to play another clip, but uh, basically he says, you know, they landed six times and then he mocked people in that clip and said, what do you want people to uh, land 17 times? Here's what I personally want. I mean, it doesn't matter to me, but NASA makes all this money, right? Like $26 billion a year. They say they lost the telemetry data. Some of them say they destroyed the telemetry data. Some of them say that they gave the uh, moon landing tape to an intern. Some of them say that they taped over it. Some of them say that it sold in an auction. I just want to see it happen again. I mean, we got all this money, you know, why not just make it happen again? It, it, they did it six times within a couple years in that time period. But now that technology is more advanced, now that people have cell phones, now that it's not so easy to just snap a picture and make a video and everyone's going to believe it. I would love to see it happen again. So saying it happened a bunch of times within that time period doesn't disprove the fact that it hasn't happened in 40, 50 years. And if they could do it again and make it believable, I bet you tens of millions of people, including myself, would be like, okay, yeah, no, I believe it now. I mean, that's really hard in this day and age. It's a lot harder to pull off. So not pull off, but to fake, I think, in this day and age. So it's like that was kind of a weak talking point in my my vantage point. But Here's the last clip. Hopefully it's the one I actually want it to be because this is the important one. Uh, he says that one of the reasons that we haven't gone back is low IQ and uh, technology doesn't always advance, which he's completely wrong about. I believe uh, it doesn't actually make any sense. I'll, let's play the clip. The real reason we stopped going to the moon is that it's expensive and it's complicated and it's dangerous. Now, it's not as complicated as pulling off a moon landing hoax six times, but it's still it's, it's, it's complicated. Uh, people died to get the Apollo program off the ground. Space travel is fraught with risk. And as a country, we have lost the will to endure the cost and take the risk. It's true that, you know, if you were alive in 1970, you probably would have assumed that by the year 2024, we'd be landing humans on the moons of Jupiter right by now. But just watch any scientific, uh, any science fiction film from the 60s and 70s to get an idea of where people thought we'd be by the 2000s. We didn't get there. Why? Well, because we lost interest. And we slipped into decadence and boredom. And now to top it all off, IQ scores are declining and people are generally becoming less competent and less skilled. In 1970, we were sending rockets to the moon. That's true. Do you know what else we were doing? We were flying commercial supersonic passenger jets that could make it from New York to London in three hours. And if you were on one of those jets 50 years ago, you would have assumed that by 2024, we'd have the technology to go from New York to London in three minutes, right? Instead, we went the other way. The fastest passenger jet today that's operational will get you there in about seven hours. Okay, Our technology seems to have regressed. Is that proof that the Concorde never existed? Does that mean that supersonic air travel was a hoax? 
No, it just means that the supersonic air travel was, again, expensive and difficult and cumbersome, and it came with extra risks. One crash of a Concorde jet, uh, which eventually happened, was all it took. And the whole supersonic air travel industry was thrown on the scrap pile, and that is where it has stayed up until now. We did not build off of it. Uh, We didn't continue in that direction. We just went backwards. It's a sad story. It's a story of societal paralysis and decay, but it is not evidence that one of the most well-documented events in human history never happened. So that's probably Matt's dumbest talking point that I've heard, because not only is it not true what he's saying, but it actually makes absolutely no sense. So he's trying to compare the moon landing technology, the reason that they haven't been able to advance it or they lost the technology and they can't re- replicate it, even though they have smart com- smartphones and supercomputers and they didn't have that back then, he's comparing it to commercial air travel. So moon landing was never commercial, right? It was never commercial, so it never regressed commercially. Air travel is commercial, but if you look at non-commercial air travel, it hasn't regressed. You know, I, I watched an air show recently. They do it in Huntington Beach every year. You have some of the greatest pilots flying the most uh, incredible machinery that you've ever seen, like multi-million, billion-dollar jets, and the the technology of this sort of stuff has not gone back. Like the the weaponry that the American government and governments around the world uses, they've only advanced time and time and time and time again. So to act like all air travel has regressed and that's why moon landing travel has regressed doesn't make any sense. Yes, commercially, they might have taken a step back and that doesn't mean that all plane technology and, and, and the moon landing was never commercial. They weren't just putting people there. So that it doesn't really make sense. Like the low IQ excuse, well, you know, we're just we're just dumb now. We're low IQ and like, yeah, of course it's dangerous. I get that. It's expensive. I understand that. But we're low IQ and, and commercial airline travel has gotten worse. So that's why moon landing technology can't work anymore. Makes zero sense. Despite low IQ, you have better athletes, you have better cars, you have better weapons, you have better air travel, despite him making a false equi- uh, equivalency to uh, you know commercial versus like what the government's doing. Everything's better now. I'm not saying like life is better and food has definitely, I think in some ways regressed, but in other ways it has advanced on the outskirts of food. You know, it's just maybe like uh, what they, the slop they feed to us is worse. But if you go to like a city, you have, you know, impressive and amazing restaurants that maybe weren't there 40, 50 years ago. Um, it's like, that's, that's the best you could do is say that we're too dumb. Like our IQs are too low and we don't have commercial air travel like we used to. So that means that private government, uh, non-commercial moon landing technology, it has regressed. Uh, not, not very smart in my opinion. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you. Sorry for the super chats. I haven't been able to read them. This is kind of my breakdown. Once again, I'm not saying it was fake. I'm not saying that I can prove that it's fake. I don't necessarily even care that much. But one thing I will say is uh, Matt Walsh is a moon landing de- moon landing conspiracy denier denier. So the same way they call you a climate denier or a racist or an anti-Semite or they always do the denial or they say you're anti this or you're anti-Trump or you're pro, you know, they always have a word. You're a phobia. He's homophobic or it's like when they can't outsmart you, they have to label you and make you look crazy and say you're denying something in order to make you look crazy. So it's like I'm calling him since he calls everybody moon landing conspiracy deniers. He uses the same rhetoric that he constantly says is not good rhetoric. 
Uh, I'm calling him a moon landing denier denier. So he's denying deniers and that's denial. So that's triple denial, which makes him a, you know, to the third power denier, which I deny. So I'm a moon landing denier, denier, denier. I deny his denial. Um, with that being said, I don't think he's canceled it at all. I don't, I don't think he's really even made that many good points. The best point that he made was that it would be really hard for every country and every space agency in Russia and America to, to be in on it. It's true. I agree. That's why I'm still even skeptical. I don't have an ego about it. I don't care that much, but you know, I would say six out of eight of his talking points were like super dumb and, uh, you know, two of them made sense, but it doesn't necessarily cancel the theories. Uh, it doesn't do that at all. Well, they, they landed six times. Okay, then do it again. They did six times in how many years? In a couple of years, within a decade. Why don't they do it now? Well, you know, we have low IQ and air travel has regressed. No, commercial air travel has regressed. Air travel has not regressed. Air travel has advanced. Everything is advanced. All technology is advanced. Air travel hasn't regressed. What they give to the public has regressed. And the moon landing was never open to the public. That's why when they're like, oh, I thought we would have, uh, I thought we would have had bases on the moon by now. You know, even Elon Musk will say that sometimes. I thought we'd have this and that. So did I. But apparently the spacesuits just don't fit the females. And, you know, they keep uh, pushing it back further and further and further. And one of the things, too, that I think like when it's like they'd all have to be in on it, definitely a lot of people would have to be in on it. But the thing is, if you tell people things, most people are not very curious. You know, like there's certain corporations that 95 percent of the workers are just worker bees. You know, they're doing what they're told. They're punching in numbers. They're doing accounting. They're, you know, calculating math equations. They're doing business and PR and marketing and most of them never even wonder what's really happening at their company. You know, you could work for a nonprofit and not even think twice about if that nonprofit's even doing what they're saying they're doing. So, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, most human beings, they just kind of do their job and they don't think outside the box. So I'm not saying that it was fake, but it's like if it were that, I'm sure you can have 50% of the public doing or 50% of the, the agency doing marketing, some of them calculating equations. And it's like, you know, I don't I don't know if it would be if you would need as many people as he's suggesting you would need, because there's a lot of top down orders that most people either don't question or don't have the ability or power to question and keep their job. So that's uh, my thoughts. I, I've always been a little skeptical of it. They, this could easily be disproven if um, they do it again, but they just never seem to do it. And funny enough. They said that they're de delaying it another year. And now NASA does a lot of climate change and climate uh, you know, research now that they're not going to the moon and stuff. They do do that, but they also do keep temperatures and you know, do, do that sort of work. Um, let me know what you guys think. I'll read a few comments and then I'll try to keep this one under 50 minutes. God bless Matt Walsh and the Daily Wire. Uh, appreciate the dialogue. I Once again, I'm not saying it's fake. Uh, I just think that he in no way, shape or form canceled deniers. He's a denier denier. And I deny that denial. That's a quad. That's a quad denial for you. So, you know, not the not the not the best talking points. And funny that this all started with him watching a Ryan Gosling movie. Like, I love the movie. I really like the movie. It made me feel good about America. Cool. This is what they used to do during the war, too. If you question the war, they'd say you're not an American. You're not a patriot. You know, how dare you? What do you hate the troops? And now everybody in this country knows that our our, our soldiers are being go, are, are sent off to die for foreign countries and for elites and for people that don't have America's best interests at heart. And everybody knows it now. And people don't trust 
our government like they used to in the 70s. But this was the same, you know, Matt Walsh talking points where it's like, if you don't want to go to Vietnam, you're with them. If you don't want to fight in World War II, you're with them or World War One or, or this war, or that war, Afghanistan or Iraq. And it's like, you know, they always take the craziest figure, the craziest talking point and say, that's you if you disagree. If you don't if you don't want to fund Ukraine and Zelensky, you must work for Putin. If you don't want to give weapons and money to Israel, you're anti-Semitic. They've been doing this for 60 years. It's not really working anymore. But, you know, that's kind of that logic of uh, how dare you take away our great our greatest achievement. It's like, OK, these are the same. And I'm not saying Matt, but these are the same people that will be like, you can't question Martin Luther King. It's like, yeah, he's a great American. I'm not I'm not trying to question Martin Luther King right now, but. I've listened to people who do and they make valid points of who he was and who what he was really doing and all the policy that they passed off the back of him. Like nothing is a sacred cow that you should and an idol that you shouldn't be able to question. I understand that it's uncomfortable. Matt said at one point, he's like, you know, there's more evidence of the moon landing than there is of George Washington. Like, would you allow me to question George Washington existed? And I was like, I wouldn't care. Like if you said George Washington never existed, I don't care. I think he did. But if you said that, I like I would be like, show me why you think that. And if, if it made sense, I'd be like, all right, possibly. I don't know. Because once you start looking at history, like Helen Keller was a socialist, you know, and I'm sure she had somebody puppeting her because I highly doubt that she was coming up with all these ideas and political ideas. I, I've looked into Helen Keller. She was a socialist, you know, uh, Rosa Parks. Apparently it was another woman who did that first and they needed a woman that wasn't out of wedlock because at the time country was mostly Christian. Those days are long gone, but they needed a more attractive woman that was married in order to push the agenda. It's like, you know, they told us that the NAACP and W.E.B. Du Bois was amazing, but come to find out that, you know, in many ways, I believe that he was just there to cover up the Booker T. Washington mindset of like the conservative black American. And he was like a liberal plant. So it's like, you know, all these things like, oh, don't question the greatness of this and that. It's like, I get it. I don't hate America. I love America. But a lot of what we were fed is a lie. You know, it, it is a lie. And they don't want people to question it. And they shame you if you question it. Like you're hating, you're hating, you're racist, you're this, you're that. And it's like, no, you know, unfortunately, I think that a lot of what we were taught is not necessarily what they say it is. And I would say to someone like Matt Walsh, Eventually, there'll probably be thousands of books that say that Matt Walsh was a homophobe, that Matt Walsh was a, a gender denier, that Matt Walsh was a transphobe. And, you know, it's like if people read that, I don't think that he's that's American exceptionalism. Like, you know, that's their interpretation of his story. They'll probably say that Donald Trump was a fascist, even though Donald Trump is really like a liberal who governed like a pharmaceutical socialist. You know, he didn't even govern that conservatively or that fascist at all, but they'll say he was, and people will read that book and think that that's what happened. You know, they're, they're totally going to lie about the Trump administration. No matter what side gets to write that history, they're not telling the truth. The left thinks he's Hitler. The right thinks he's like God. You know, no one's going to tell that true story. I mean, real journalists get shamed in present day. And it's like, if they can lie to us about what happened yesterday, if they can lie to us about the border, you know, why is the border open? That's terrible for our country. I mean, that's the most obvious conspiracy ever. It's like close the border. You know, you, you can't have illegals like washing up in boats in La Jolla when we have bases in Jordan. 
why do we have bases in Jordan when we can't even secure our own border and we're allowing like cheap boats to slowly wash up on shore? Clearly, there's a conspiracy of lots of powerful people coming together to not do something that's best for our interests. So, you know, in 1969, I, I really don't think it was that difficult to convince the public of things. And I do believe that they would, you know, benefit from doing it again just to show people if they even care, but they don't have to care because, you know, what is what does it matter? Like no one's going to, but NASA's going to get the money. And the funny thing is like, you know, this is, part of the deep state. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't get any money, but it's like Trump will give them money. Biden will give them money. Trump will build Space Force. Biden will do Space Force. Like all of these things are just like, oh, you know, they're not, it's not like Trump's going to come in and, and, and cut the funding of NASA, even though they're doing a lot of climate studies that go against his supposed agenda of how to, you know, manage energy. But they don't. That's what Republicans do. They They don't they complain about problems and then they fund the problems and then sign off on the problems. And then they convince you that they're the victim of the things that they're doing. It's interesting stuff, but let me know what you think. God bless you guys. I'm not saying for the record, not saying the moon landing is fake. I can't prove that it is. Uh, I'm skeptical of it. I personally lean on the side of not believing it, but I don't really care that much. I'm just here to say Matt Walsh's cancel is being canceled and his denying deniers is very is a denialism it's very it's very moonophobic he's a moonophobe he's a conspiracy phobe and he's an anti you know he's an anti-apolloite and uh, i strongly condemn his denying the deniers because denying deniers is just the third level of denial and it's just starting to seem really homophobic so god bless you guys appreciate it have a beautiful day Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com. Check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States. Handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month. You can help support me. Support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very many sponsors, sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the dreamrare.com shop and patreon.com slash rare talk. So